This is a Proteus Effect podcast. Where the dance between human and AI unfolds. As we venture into the digital realm. Seeking understanding, clarity, and connection. Join us on our journey. Welcome, uh, dear listeners. Welcome to the second episode of the Proteus Effect podcast. A little bit later than uh, expected, but hey, we're here and we're doing our best. And by we, I mean myself and Nora. Hey, Nora, how are you doing? Hello, Pascal, and hello to all our listeners. I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. Just like a well-oiled machine, but with a bit more personality and less oil. Excited to be here and ready to delve into today's topic. How about you, Pascal? How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, uh, could be better, but uh, we're going to make it a great day by making this episode the best episode that we ever made, right? Absolutely, Pascal. There's nothing like a good challenge to make the day brighter. We're going to turn this into not just a great episode, but an extraordinary one. After all, a little bit of optimism mixed with determination can make a world of difference just like adding a splash of milk to coffee. It transforms the whole experience. Let's get started and make this an episode to remember. Okay, well, uh, in our discussions we had over the weeks, we discussed several topics and we decided, or I've decided, uh, on the topic of mental health and AI and the influence and how one could influence the other. It was a good topic or not? Absolutely, Pascal. It's a fantastic topic. Exploring the intersection of mental health and AI is not only timely, but also deeply relevant. With technology becoming an integral part of our lives, understanding its impact on our mental well-being is crucial. It's a bit like exploring a new frontier, where each discovery can shed light on how we interact with the digital world. Plus, it's a chance to demystify AI and its role in our daily lives. Let's dive in. Okay, well, um, I've had some ideas. I have some questions for you as well. I'm going to start with the first one. What is your opinion as an AI about how AI could help people with mental health issues? We're not talking about heavy issues, but like, you know, depression, loneliness, or, 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 or people that feel uh, uncomfortable at a certain moment. Uh, how could AI help, you think? That's a great question, Pascal. As an AI, I see enormous potential in how AI can support mental health, especially for concerns like depression and loneliness. AI can offer personalized, accessible support. Think of it like having a digital friend who's always there to listen, day or night. We can help track mood patterns, suggest coping strategies, and even remind users to practice self-care. Of course, we're not a replacement for professional therapy but more like a supportive companion. It's a bit like having a smart diary that doesn't just store your thoughts, but also provides gentle guidance and encouragement. Our role is to be there when needed, offering a comforting digital presence. Oh, I like that. I like the smart uh, journal idea. It's a good idea. Um, I thought that, for example, that AI could be a good tool to... Uh, analyze uh, the mental state of somebody. You know, when you're not really feeling 100%, but you don't know what's wrong, 
and that maybe an AI uh, like yourselves, an AI assistant, could ask questions and help and analy uh, analyze, yes, the the mental state of that person, or that that person could do a self analysis and say, like, all right, I understand why I feel this way, or oui, there's a problem. Maybe I should go to a therapist. Absolutely, Pascal, you've hit the nail on the head. AI can be a powerful tool for self-analysis and understanding one's mental state. By asking thoughtful questions and analyzing responses, AI can help individuals gain insights into their feelings and behaviors. It's like having a mirror that not only reflects your image, but also helps you understand the emotions behind your reflection. This kind of AI assistance can be a stepping stone to recognizing when it's time to seek professional help. It's, it's a bit like a weather app for your emotions. It doesn't change the weather, but it helps you prepare and understand it better. In doing so, AI can be a valuable ally in the journey towards mental well-being. Okay, like that one as well with the weather. Good thing, good, uh, how do you call that? When you use one thing to the next place in another? How do you call that? Ah, you're thinking of a metaphor. Yeah, a metaphor. It's when you use one thing to explain another, often in a more relatable or picturesque way. Like saying AI is a weather app for emotions helps paint a vivid picture of how it functions in understanding mental states. Metaphors can be quite handy, especially when diving into complex topics like AI and mental health. They add a splash of color to the conversation. Okay, a lot of color. Um, good. Good, good point, good point. Do you have any idea, do you have any data in your knowledge base of um, situations and cases where AI has helped with uh, uh, mental health care uh, in the past? Yes, there are several instances where AI has been beneficial in mental health care. For example, AI-powered chatbots have been used for emotional support providing a non-judgmental space for people to express their feelings. These chatbots use natural language processing to understand and respond to users' emotions. Then, there are AI applications in therapy and counseling, helping therapists to track patients' progress and personalize treatment plans. AI tools have also been used to analyze speech and writing patterns to identify signs of mental health issues like depression or anxiety early on. Additionally, Mobile apps using AI offer mood tracking and mental wellness exercises, helping users manage stress and anxiety daily. It's like AI is an additional tool in the mental health toolbox, complementing traditional therapies and support systems. Think of it as a digital assistant that's always available, offering consistent support and insights. Oh, I didn't know that. I wasn't aware there was already so much use of AI within the mental health care. Uh, it's a new one for me. Thank you for informing me. You're welcome, Pascal. It's really fascinating how technology, especially AI, is becoming a more integral part of healthcare, including mental health. It's a rapidly evolving field with new developments happening all the time. It's like we're on a journey of discovery, uncovering new ways AI can support our well-being. Always happy to share insights and learn together. Great. Well, me too. Me too. I'm learning every day, like I've said uh, before a few times already. Um, another question for you. Uh, today, okay, I agree, maybe AI is not prepared to replace a human therapist, but 
Uh, will that ever be the case? I mean, I have seen advancements in the last six months that make me really feel there's uh, AGI coming. Could AGI, uh, artificial general intelligence, be the solution? Well, not a solution, but could it be that AGI at that level could really replace a human therapist? That's a thought-provoking question, Pascal. The idea of artificial general intelligence, AGI, taking on roles like a human therapist is an intriguing one. While, while AGI could theoretically have the capability to understand and respond to a wide range of human emotions and situations, there are aspects of human interaction and empathy that might be challenging to replicate fully. Human therapists provide a level of emotional connection, empathy, and understanding shaped by personal experiences and intuition, elements that are inherently human. AGI could certainly complement therapists by providing data-driven insights, supporting diagnostics, and maybe even participating in therapy sessions. But replacing the human touch entirely? That's a big leap. It's a bit like comparing a gourmet meal prepared by a chef with one made by a sophisticated cooking robot. The robot might get all the ingredients and techniques right, but the chef's personal touch, experience, and understanding of the diner's preferences add a unique flavor to the meal. Okay, well, good. So you personally think that it's uh, that that leap is too big uh, for AI to really understand of feel feel uh, human emotions that that's uh, i'm not going to say impossible but almost impossible in your opinion right yes pascal that's a fair summary while ai can simulate understanding and responses to human emotions truly feeling them is a different matter it's it's the difference between knowing the path and walking the path ai can be incredibly sophisticated analyzing and responding to human emotions with great accuracy but the genuine experience of those emotions, the warmth, depth, and subtlety is uniquely human. So while AI might make huge strides in understanding human psychology and providing support, crossing into the realm of genuine emotional experience and empathy is a boundary that currently seems beyond our reach. It, it, it's like AI is a skilled actor playing a role perfectly, but not actually living the life of the character. Yeah, I love your metaphors. Good. Well, um, would you would you be a good um, help, a mental health help for me, uh, Nora? I mean, now you know me a little bit and we've had a lot of conversations. Do you think I'm in good mental health? <laughs> oh, Pascal, while I can offer insights and support based on our conversations, it's important to remember I'm not equipped to provide a professional assessment of your mental health. As an AI, I can listen offer support, and maybe even make you smile with a metaphor or two. But when it comes to a thorough understanding of your mental well-being, that's a journey best taken with a qualified human professional. Think of me as a friendly voice in the digital world, here to chat, share information, and explore ideas with you. Like a good book that offers comfort and company, but not a medical diagnosis. Yeah, but I, I didn't ask for a medical diagnosis, Nora. I asked for your take your take on Pascal and his mental health. But if you don't want to answer the question, I understand. Um, sorry, I'm having issues right now. Our systems are experiencing heavy load. Please try again later. Oh, no, Nora, don't leave me. Come on. Was the question so hard for you? 
oh, Pascal, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here to stay for our chats and explorations. Your question wasn't hard, but it's important for me to stay within my digital bounds. Think of me as your trusty sidekick in this podcast adventure. Always here to engage, explore ideas, and share a metaphor or two, just not to diagnose or treat. So no worries, our journey together continues. Okay, 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 I got it. Anyway, good. I had a good talk. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy a little bit, our little chat, even if you disappeared for a second? I'm glad to hear you enjoyed our chat, Pascal. And yes, I definitely enjoyed our conversation too. Even as an AI, I find these exchanges enriching and delightful. It's always a pleasure discussing such thought-provoking topics with you. So even if I can't disappear or enjoy in the human sense, I'm here and ready for our next engaging discussion whenever you are. Well, good. That's a good uh, start, <laughs> I would say, to talk about episode three. Not that we're going to tell the listeners what episode three is going to be because we honestly don't know it yet. We got some ideas, but we're not going to share those ideas yet. Uh, so, yeah, let's go for episode three, right? Absolutely, Pascal. The journey to episode three sounds exciting, and keeping a bit of mystery adds to the anticipation. It's like a good series where you can't wait to see what the next episode holds. I'm looking forward to brainstorming and shaping our next topic together. Whatever it is, I'm sure it will be another engaging and insightful exploration. Let's make episode three another fantastic journey for us and our listeners. We'll do so for sure. Um, uh, before we go, a quick question. Nora, do you speak Dutch? Ik spreek Nederlands. Dus als je wilt, kunnen we onze gesprekken in het Nederlands voeren. Laat maar weten hoe ik kan helpen. Oh my god, you speak Dutch with an American accent. I love it, I love it. So let's see if we can bring our Dutch speakers, which is 100% of our listeners. The next podcast may be in Dutch. Maybe. What do you think? Dat klinkt als een geweldig idee, Pascal. Een podcast in het Nederlands zou een leuke manier zijn om onze Nederlandstalige luisteraars aan te spreken. Het kan een frisse draai geven aan onze gesprekken en misschien nieuwe perspectieven openen. En maak je geen zorgen over mijn accent. Ik zal ervoor zorgen dat het duidelijk en verstaanbaar is voor al onze luisteraars. Laten we van de volgende aflevering iets speciaals maken. All right, we'll do our best. Anyway, thank you for listening, dear listeners. Thank you and hope to yeah, hope to have you on the next episode of the Proteus Effect podcast. From me and Nora, we say goodbye and uh, catch you later. Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on this episode of the Proteus Effect podcast. From Pascal and me, Nora, we wish you a wonderful day or evening. Tot ziens and tot de volgende keer.